At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hardworking ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio.
on Wednesday, July 16, 2014, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Celine Wasser. Yes, that's my full name. Uh, there you go. We're already getting personal immediately into the broadcast. Now, let me just quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is in a nutshell. For those of you who've just stumbled across this in the deep, dark vortex that is the interweb. Well, thank you for asking. Boy Crazy Radio, in a nutshell, is a call-in advice show. Okay? It's like where I serve as your cool big sister that you never even knew that you needed or wanted. And even if I'm in- incapable of giving you the great advice that I actually know I have to give you, I'll at least listen, which will only make you feel good too. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual perhaps, maybe newly single, uh, maybe stuck in a fucking horrible relationship that you're too much of a pussy to get out of? I don't know. Are you a cutter? Are you a shit talker? Are you a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches that you got from Hot Topics for bad bands? Are you gripping those straps way too tight like the dork that you are? Let's talk about it. Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that thing you did at that party last weekend? Let's talk about it. Are all of your friends total fucking assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, get used to it. It's called life. It never stops. It seems like it's just high school or elementary school or junior high, but it just keeps going on forever and ever and ever because parents don't teach their kids not to do that. And I do it too. You do it. People are doing it to you as we speak. People are doing it about me right now. It's the worst. And then they text you a smiley face. What the fuck is that all about? It's so fucked. Anyway, is the guy or the girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, all your Facebook posts, all your retweets, and all of your Instagram likes? Huh. Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit. You need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a radio show? Oh, God, thank God we're all together right now. This is perfect. This is your lucky day, then, because that is exactly what I've been trying to explain to you that Boy Crazy Radio is. All you have to do is dial 646-378-0649. Once again, I'm going to repeat that telephone number. Oh, God, I'm just, I think I'm, I think I'm drooling. I'm so excited. Dial 646-378-0649. That is the number. And I'm here for you. Isn't that exciting? I think it is. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. Anyway, you guys, uh, I have a lot to say, but I'm going to get to the phone calls. I'm going to say a tiny bit. I got rid of my TV because I thought that would be a good idea. Not my actual television set. I'm not a moron. Okay? I, I got rid of my cable, and that was so difficult because it was not, not only – at first it wasn't difficult for me to do it as a human being in my heart and heart, you know, my, my soul or whatever, because I was like, I'm going to get rid of my cable. This is a great decision I'm making for myself. I watched so much bad TV, and it got to the point where I was, like, watching reruns of Friends, which is a wonderful show. I mean, I love Friends. Who doesn't love Friends? It's, like, the best show ever. I mean, it's so great. It's so comforting. It's just – it's great. Um, but I was, like, watching episodes of Friends that I'd seen a million times uh, and I, I was I was like up till four in the morning watching like watching Frasier and the Golden Girls and nothing against Frasier or the Golden Girls and, you know I, these are all great shows but it was just disgusting I was turning into the zombie not getting anything done not sleeping enough and just watching this these shows that I've seen a million times so I tried to call Time Warner Cable 
I, I swear to God, it took like eight phone calls where I'd get, you know, I'd get cut off or they would try to talk me out of getting rid of my cable. And I had to really stick to it and like fight this intense fight of like saying and explaining to them, explaining to them over and over again, no, listen, man, I, I, wanted, I want to keep my turbo cable, I mean my turbo internet. I want to keep my turbo internet. I want to get rid of the cable. All right, I don't want to watch television anymore. No, I just don't. No, I don't. No, just, just, fuck, just what is the best deal I can get on only turbo cable? I don't want, and it got to the point where they agreed, they let me go, but it was a fucking battle. And then they said, then they were like challenged me over the phone when I finally didn't get cut off and hung up on um, and had to start, and, and, you know, having to start over all over again, whatever. When I finally finished my conversation for like the eighth time on the phone with some, you know, faceless Time Warner uh, person, the dude was like laughing at me and he like challenged me. He was like, you'll be back. He's like, yeah, 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 good luck. You know, you don't want to be a zombie. You'll be back. You're going to miss it. Don't worry. Don't worry. And when you miss it, we'll be here. We'll be here for you to, to hook it right back up again. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay. All right. Thanks for nothing. I think you, no, no, I don't think so. That's, that's not going to happen. Goodbye. And then you have to like turn in your cable box. So I still have my, my internet so I can be a zombie in front of my internet and my YouTube and I have Apple TV. I'm not going to kill myself here. I'm fine. I've got things to watch. But it's like, anyway, I had to turn in my cable box. So before they actually get rid of your cable, they keep you hooked onto the cable, so you, 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 you know, to, to keep you hooked until you actually unplug it and, like, drive to the Time Warner cable place and drop the box off. So I actually did it. I unhooked everything on my fucking dusty box. How dare you? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. I unhooked the fucking dusty box, got it together in a big tote bag, my fashionable tote bag that I let get all dusty with my dumb Time Warner cable box, found the nearest location of the drop center, went in there. The guy had never even looked me in the eye. I, like, took my cable box and said goodbye. And it, was, it was all very, you know, not very romantic at all, but whatever. Anyway, and I, I've been, like, doing stuff. I've been, like, watching. You know, if I do watch stuff, I'm watching films. I finally saw Blue is the Warmest Color, and it was amazing, and I wept. And, and it wasn't just amazing because the, the, you know, the not they weren't even gratuitous. It wasn't – the movie was – it's a French film. I know you've heard about it. It's about two girls who fall in love, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of well-known because it has all this hype on it because these two girls, these two young girls are having a lot of lesbian sex and they're having a lot of sex and they're naked and it's like full on and you're seeing everything. And it's like, but that was not even the reason I loved the movie. I did. I actually wanted to get back to the story. And I, I said to guy friends of mine, I was like, oh, you just like that movie because the two girls, right? This is, this is before I had seen it. And they're like, no, no. I'm better than that. And the movie is so good. I actually wanted to get back to the story, Alexi. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. You're totally lying. This is bullshit. And then I watched the movie. It took me three days because uh, I wanted to save it, like a good book or something. So I watched a little bit every night. Sometimes sometimes I wasn't in the mood. And thanks to not having Frasier and friends in my cable, I was writing. I was, uh, I don't know what I was doing. I was actually doing stuff, living my life, going on walks, trying to be part of the human race. So three days later, when I finally finished Blue is the Warmest Color, I was weeping. It was an amazing movie for all the feelings and not just the sex. Anyway, that, that was already, I'm already on, a, on an, aside, an aside. So here I am like a week later, and I'm fucking dying. I miss, I miss Bravo so much. Oh, my God. I'm completely addicted to the worst television in the world. I watched the, I watched, watched the Kardashians, Bravo, uh, all the Bravo shows. I watched uh, Ladies of London, which I'd only just got hooked into. God damn it. Uh, Real Housewives of New York, 
Bravo Andy in the in the clubhouse where they do the recap and they interview famous people and you're always amazed like oh my god I can't believe Cher's in the clubhouse or like when is Madonna going to be on oh my god Jennifer Lopez is coming in the clubhouse or, oh my god it's Anderson Cooper you should really you should date Andy oh my god all these thoughts and feelings and now I have none of it none of it it's insane I don't know what I'm doing I'm crawling the walls and you know I but I did start watching the show on YouTube called Dinner for Six. Or dinner for five. I don't know. Whatever. Fucking Google it. Dinner for five, and it's hosted by John Favreau. Uh, and Swingers is like one of my favorite movies in the world. So John Favreau hosts the show that was on IFC, and it's from years and years and years ago. It's like from like ten years ago. But I just discovered it, and I'm watching every single episode, and it is so inspiring. So at least the things I'm getting into without having my my cable uh, are in- inspiring things that make me better. Maybe we hope so far, but I, I I'm so embarrassed at how much I miss all the Bravo shows. Like it's like I'm guilty for I, I feel like embarrassed, but not, but not embarrassed enough to not tell you. And then I almost thought, should I drive over to a girlfriend's house and watch the show? And then I, I I'm thinking, how much of a waste of time is that? Plus, I want to watch the shows on my own. I don't want to have to make comments and talk about the show to my friend. I want to enjoy it on my own, picking at my face, talking to my cat. Uh, texting, live tweeting. I just want to, I want to do things my way. And now I'm completely confused. Anyway, that was my uh, mini rant of where I'm at, kind of. Uh, and I'll tell you more stuff in a moment. But first, we're going to get to the phone calls. I mean, secondly, we're getting to the phone calls. Uh, when I pick up the phone, please tell me what your name is, how old you are, and where you're calling from. Feel free to make up a fake name. This is about you. Uh, area code 925. Hi, Alexi. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Sarah. I'm 25, and I live in San Francisco. Tell me everything, Sarah. Okay, so well, me and my boyfriend have been together for about two years. We live together, and we have, like, a really great relationship. We're, we've been together. Like, we're, like, best friends, and it's just really awesome. Like, we're happy. Um, but I have, like, such a higher sex drive than he does. Like, I always, like, want to have sex way more than he does. And I guess I'm always the one initiating it. And it's just kind of frustrating. Like, it hasn't always been like this. But more recently it has. And I'm just kind of trying to, like, figure it, figure it out, I guess. Have you talked about it with him at all? Because I know it's, like, a total tutorial hard yeah. off and a boner killer or whatever but but you you have we have talked about it um and like his first kind of reaction was like that sometimes he goes through like waves of depression and it's he just can't help it that he just literally has like no like he's just he just can't be in the mood and I mean I I get that I mean, we still do have sex, but it's just always I'm the one kind of making it happen when it, I guess, wasn't used to be like that. And, and but, how long has it been going on for? When you say it, it, it used to be like that, has it been going on for, like, six months? Or has it been going on for two months? Or has it been going on for a year and a half? Like, what's, what's the time frame where it's like um, been? I guess maybe about about six months, I guess. I would say around there. But did he actually say that he is depressed? He's kind of, well, he's, I mean, he's telling you that, right? Yeah, I mean, I've known him for really, really, like, 10 years. So I know that he has struggled with that before. Um, so, I mean, I mean, I do believe him that that is kind of, like, what his issue is, that I'm just trying to figure out how I can kind of 
I don't know, be there for him and just kind of figure this out together, I guess. Okay, well, here's the good thing. I know it sucks because you feel like, oh, if he wanted me, you know, he would initiate sex, and I'm a girl, and I want him to, like, you know, make that happen. I get that, I get that, but it's not like that's never happened, so just, like, that's your ego speaking, and and maybe this is bigger than both of you. I I mean, um, oh, I do have a question, though. Did he ever say that he went through this with past girlfriends, or maybe he was, you know, when you, you've been dating him for two years, so when he was, like, in his late teens, early 20s, possibly with another girlfriend, and you were friends with him, did he ever, like, vent to you or confide in you that similar stuff was happening in his other relationships, but that's happening now with you? Um, No, not really. He doesn't – we don't really talk about, like, past relationships. I mean, but when we were friends no. before, like, he, he wouldn't really mention, like, I guess his sexual, like, activity with them. Well, that's, that's respectful. I get that because men, men aren't like women are when they're not trying to share every aspect of their life and all their personal things, you know, uh, that are embarrassing with their with their friends. So, okay, I was just checking because maybe, maybe you could feel comfort. You could, like, get comfort from that, from knowing, like, oh, I remember when I was his friend and he was going through that with Amy or blah, blah, or whatever. Here's what you can yeah. do. Um, continue to initiate sex if you want to have sex and, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, give him blowjobs, whatever, if you want, and mm-hmm. push your ego aside for a moment. But let's try to get to the root of the bigger problem. If he's going through depression, try to hold, try to help him with that. Like, if he's actually battling that, like, and he's, you know, talk to him about, like, what's bothering him or or try to find a therapist. Like, I would say, like, he should be seeing a therapist, somebody he can talk to, and he should be exercising every day. And maybe you guys could go on a hike together or you could go on a walk to kind of get his endorphins going or get some kind of thing happening so he's moving. Right. I, don't, I don't know yeah. what, what he does, but if he's, like, this loaf who's, like, you know, loafing around the house and all lethargic and tired and, uh, you know, and things aren't happening for him or his dreams aren't coming true or he's not feeling inspired or he's not working. Like, only you know what's going on in his life. Like, if, so those right. things need to be happening. So what's going on with him? Is he is he working? Does I mean, he have a job? Yeah. I mean, we both work. We both are pretty busy, actually, but – um yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing he did say to me was, like, he's, like, I'm not, like, a 13-year-old boy that, like, wants to have sex all the time kind of thing. Ugh, but then I hate that. He's 25. <laughs> I know. Is he? Isn't he 25? Yeah, he's, we're both 25, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I would hate if my boyfriend said that because that's a very defense, defensive thing for the dude to say, and that would make me go, right. well, fuck you, dude, okay. Like, just, dude, you're 25. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not 13. You still have a sex drive. You're fucking 25. You're super young. My boyfriend is, like, 36 years old. And, you know, you can have sex, like, four times in a day or whatever. But, you know, we're in a long yeah. thing, so we can, we can do that. But anyway, we don't see uh-huh. that often, so whatever. And we're fighting, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh-huh. the point is, um, that's his ego. That's him being defensive because when you say, like, oh, why do I have to initiate sex? Like, that bothers me. It's like you're telling him you did something wrong. So right. I would say encourage exercise. That's something you guys can do together. Uh, try to do fun stuff, like, I don't know, go see movies, go on walks, go on hikes, go to museums, get inspired by stuff, uh, ask him how he's feeling, uh, or or mask it in something better that a guy would prefer, like, just ask, just don't ask him what he's thinking about or how he's feeling, I don't know if he'll love that, I'm, I mean, I feel like men are morphing into women, so I don't want to get too gender specific, but I, but I what I've learned from 80s movies uh, is you don't want to say, what are you thinking about, or how are you feeling, or what's going on in there, um, but... <laughs> So, yeah, just go, like, what happened today, or how was the thing, or what's going on at work, or blah, blah, like, engage in his life, talk to him, 
look for a good therapist. Ask your friends, your mom or, or, or family or something if they can recommend a good therapist. Maybe you should uh-huh. be a therapist. If, if you guys could afford a therapist, it would be cool if you each saw your own. And right. I'm not saying he needs to does he take drugs? Is he on like? Is he, does he smoke pot? Is he on uh, depressants? He smokes weed. A lot. Um, not a lot, but like kind of socially. Oh. Okay. So well. I don't know if that I don't know if that would raise it or lower it or has anything to do with that. I don't know. It all depends what kind of strain it is, and it's a, who knows what kind of like chemical imbalance he has or what he's going through, and if he goes, you know, he's hormonal too. Probably he's twenty-five. He's not a teenager, but. Yeah. I mean, I would just say put it in the hands of a professional. Um, encourage him to see a therapist. Exercise. Maybe eat healthier. Don't keep letting him know that you're annoyed that you have to initiate sex. If you want sex and you think he's cute, just start kissing him and 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 take the lead and, and know that maybe that's relationships go in waves. You know, things do happen during relationships. So you guys have been together for two years. This has only been going on for six months. You know that he's capable and has initiated in the past. Um, it's not all about you. I mean, unless mm-hmm. he's cheating and being a, unless he's cheating and being a jerk, in which case you should immediately check his text. But that's the worst advice, and I really don't think you should do that. And I'm totally just joking, giving you the worst advice. But yeah, Literally. no, I know, but yeah, I mean, he's a really good guy. He's a really good gentleman. I'm like best friends with his family. Like I just, we're like on a good level. Of, I'm like I totally trust him. So yeah, good, oh, great. You're grounded in that, and that's awesome. I I believe that too. I totally. I, I totally believe that. So there you go. Therapist, exercise, do fun stuff, be inspired, initiate sex. Don't keep talking about it because that'll just make him feel bad and get defensive. And uh, right. yeah, I think alcohol and pot are depressants. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And then we steer away from the alcohol. And, and I'm, I'm so confused about pot nowadays. I just don't even know. Like, I don't know if it's a brings you up, brings you down, but just Me neither. try to lay off it. <laughs> Lay off that shit, have sex, be nice to them, and then see, just pay attention to how, you know, just pay attention to what's going on. Maybe maybe things will shift, but exercise, eating healthier, lay off alcohol, be inspired, talk, get a therapist, and then call me and let me know if it gets better or worse, okay? okay? Yay, thank you so much for your help. You're welcome. Thank you. Let me know how it goes. Oh, my God. Um, I am so mad at my boyfriend. They're, they're going to have a great sex after this. They're, they're going to be fine. I'm, I'm doomed. Anyway, uh, Erica, 323, what's going on? Hi, how are you? I'm name... good. How are you? What's your... Oh, tell me everything. I'm yeah? good. My name is Lydia. I'm calling from Brooklyn, and I've called before. I've been listening for a long time. I love the show. I'm 23. Oh, my God, thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, 23. So, Fantastic. Okay, yeah. go on. Okay, so um, I just moved to New York. Oh, I'm like embarrassed. I hope no one... No one that I know is listening because I don't want to, well, whatever. Anyway, um, I'm 23 and I moved to New York about a year ago. And I had like a major panic attack. It was my first time living on my own. You know, lots and lots of feelings. So I go see a therapist and he turns out to be insanely cute. And, you know, the therapy is working. He's very good at what he does. And it was really great. But then I like fell in love with him. I Googled what wait a minute. science you, was. Wait, 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 wait. You said that. What? Wait, you said, wait, hold on. I just have to get this straight. Because you said something, and I, want to miss, I don't want to miss the beginning thing of what you said. You said you saw, found a therapist. He was really cute, and he was really great yeah. at what he did. Or, what he, okay, he was really cute. How old is he? How, old, how much older is he than you? Um, I, I'm assuming he looks really young. So I think um, he said he'd been practicing for, like, 
10 years. So I want to say he's like maybe mid to late 30s. Mid to late 30s. Probably, okay, so then probably you, late 30s. So then you fall in love with him. Does he yeah. know this? Do you guys have Hard. sex? What's going no, on? No, what, what, what's no. What's happening? No. I just like fell in love with him. And, you know, the advice was great. It was very helpful. And um, I, you know, had all these like great fantasies about him. But I was becoming, like, that's all I was talking about with my close friends. And it was getting in the way because he wanted to get into my views on relationships. He, like, dealt with the family stuff. And he wanted to get um, get to the views on my relationships. And I don't want to talk about it because I'm not going to tell him all the crazy girl shit I do. Like, you know, like, I, I couldn't open up that way. So um, I stopped seeing him for a while because I go home for the holidays and my parents, like become really upset that I'm seeing a therapist and under their insurance and you know they're saying that you know what if he turns around and charges us a whole bunch because he um he charged the insurance in a different way and I shouldn't be saying that but whatever so I have to stop seeing him they're like we really think you should you know find someone else in our network so I just call him and say I can't go anymore and so you know I feel a lot better now I definitely feel you know at at peace with a lot of stuff my anxiety has gone down quite a bit and I was I found his business card the other day and I'm like I wonder if I should like email him and be like do you want to grab coffee or something like that you know because I don't want to go and see him again I know there's a lot to resolve over this whole like feelings that I had over him but you know I do think he's very attractive and I know it sounds crazy I just all my other friends tell me stop it you're crazy but I want someone to encourage it (laughs) and I know oh yeah. And you know I'm just possibly crazy crazy you see I'm possibly exactly. crazy enough exactly. for us to encourage you. That's so horrible. That makes me feel so so bad. Like I'm so bad. No, I don't that. mean it in a bad um, way. I, I love it. It's great. But you know no, I it's probably the most interesting like love thing that's ever happened to me and he, you know, doesn't even know what it happened. I mean, like I'm crazy because I think, like, oh, he said I was beautiful a couple times, and he laughed at my jokes, and I was being really cool and witty, and, you know, he talked about himself a little, too. Like, you know, I kept rationalizing those things, so what do you think? I would say, I would say, listen to your friends. Don't, don't even go near this dude. I mean, because if he's the type of guy who would sleep with this patient, I think that's totally fucked up. It's like, it's like... It's a violation of like trust and ethics, and it's just totally not allowed. Even I know you're not. I haven't been his patient in like seven months. I know, I know, I know. But how old is he? He's late thirties. You know, you're 23. You're so young. Is he married? Do you know if he's married? Is he wearing? No, no, no. He does not. He's not wearing a ring. Mm -mm. I mean, it's one thing if you guys run into each other, and I don't mean like you shouldn't like start hanging outside of his office at the bodega, being like, (laughs) oh hey, Mr. Furby, what are you doing here? What's going on? Like, don't don't start doing that. Like. You know, listen to your friends. Like, if, if if there's a little voice, like, I just think it sounds really fucked up because I think I think he's fu- it's, I think he's fucked up as he starts seeing you. And also, how you revealed so much stuff to him. Like, I don't know. It is very interesting, very sexy for, if it were a movie and all that stuff. But like, you're 23, and if you when you're 33 or however old he is right now, if you look mm-hmm. back and you go, holy shit, that dude had sex with me after I was this patient, and like. Because you you become safe with him in yeah. in a patient like doctor sort of way, and so that's how he knows of you, and that's how you know of him in this in this setting. And it's like even if you start dating after that, 
it's not right and it's fucked up and it's like and if he if he would engage with you and he likes you back and I'm sure he does think you're beautiful or whatever because you're a young beautiful girl I'm sure and like you know he's a man and but it's just not cool like you have to have boundaries and like it's just not cool. I hope he wasn't flirting with you in the room because that's so fucked up. And maybe you should see yeah. another therapist. You should see a female therapist. To talk about this one, I don't know, yeah. And I don't know if you're bisexual, but to stay away from her too. No, no, <laughs> it can't be sexual in a situation like this. And, and the minute you start having a crush on him, I'm so glad that the insurance thing came up and that your parents were like, you got to stop seeing him because you need to be extricated. You need to be pulled out. You needed to be pulled out of that situation because, it's fucked up and twisted, and you will look back if you do, if you did have sex with him or, or whatever, yeah. you'd look back later and go, wow, that was fucked up. He should have known better. He was the adult in this situation. Like, he was the doctor. Yeah. It's, it's not cool. And there are so many other guys, and there are so many, oh, my God. I, I've, I've been in New York, like, four times in the last, like, I'm going back in August, like, but in the last, like, month, month and a half, I've been oh, wow. in New York, like, four times. And I've been there like four times. They're the hottest dudes walking around all the time. They're okay. like tall but and they're sexy. They're also and just as, if not more, bigger assholes like than L.A. guys. Because I'm originally from Los Angeles. I was born and raised there. And, you know, I, I thought they were going to be so much more interesting and, and, like, I don't know. And they're just as bad. So, you know, it sucks all around, basically. I know, and I know what you mean, and it just means that you have to, like, like there are good guys everywhere, and there are bad guys everywhere, and there are douchey mm-hmm. dudes everywhere, and there are guys who are not douchebags everywhere, so it's, like, it's more a matter of, like, okay, you just have to protect yourself, and you've got to have a certain standard for yourself, yeah. and then, and if a guy doesn't meet that standard, you, you pay attention to your intuition, and you yeah, don't make out or have sex with that dude, and but by the way, though, this yeah. dude, this doctor would be a creep if he did something with you. I mean, people, I like, I've had married guys come on to me, and I've been really attracted to a married man, like, twice or something, but, like, I couldn't do anything because if they if they did anything with me, I would hate them because I would want, because, whatever, I'm just saying, like, I get what you're we're, saying. We're animals. Totally. We're animals. We were animals. We want what we want, but then, they're, I mean, we're also, uh, you know, we're also it's 2014, we're more refined, we are aware of boundaries, we have a brain, we aren't just fucking people on the street because they're like, you man, me woman, or I'm, I want to fuck you because you're hot, I'm, you know, it's pheromones, like, it's not like that. And I'm, I'm like, he would be just as creepy as some fucking creepy DJ who is a womanizer that you meet. He, this doctor would be the same as that in a whole different way, in, in a weirder, complex way. I don't know what you do. You should write a story about it. Like I did, a journal. actually. I did. It was, like, the, the first time I was, like, inspired to write, like, an entire essay. I think yeah, I sent it to you. Oh, you did? Oh, my God. I should, can I post it? Huh? Can I post it? Oh, my God. Did I see yeah. it? i got to look at this. I, I don't I know. I, I, never, I never got anything back from it. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I just don't. Okay. I'm, I so don't send it again? I mean, it's really, it's again. really long. Like, it might be really long. I would like notes here's on it. Uh, here's what I think you should do. Just just, mm-hmm. uh, just hold out and, and date other dudes and then and don't move as fast as you want to and just try to put your feelers out and, and get a sense of uh, whether or not a guy is good and trust your intuition and, like, yeah. just take a moment I mean, to step back. I mean, I have a lot of interesting stories that happened to me just recently about like you know trying to 
you know, I kicked the guy out of out of my bed thinking, like, you're selfish. Like, you need to leave. This isn't going to work. And it was very empowering and great. But, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time. But I'll, I'll send you my um, therapist essay again, if you'd like. No, you I'm going to give some notes on it. Please do. I'm going to write a movie about it. I'm inspired by this story. But, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I, I, I gave you advice. So I feel good about it. I'm hanging Thank up. Thank you. Take another call. But, but definitely awesome. email me the story. Oh, my God. That, that's actually so sexy, though. I'm totally going to write a movie about this. I don't know what it means. It's probably been written like 12 times. It does write a short film. I don't know. Anyway, I'm taking another phone call. Uh, area code 416. Hello? Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Fiona. Uh, I'm 17, and I'm calling from Toronto. Oh, hello. What's happening? Um, I'm not, like, I'm not really sure why I called, but I just, like, wanted to talk, I guess, about something that's been bothering me. It's about a boy, obviously. Um, so there's this guy that, I guess, like, ever, I'm in grade 11 going to grade 12, and, um, I've known him since grade 10, and we like, we've liked each other since grade 10, and, um, in grade 11, we, like, got sexually like involved and stuff so we have sex like a lot but um the thing but we're not dating or anything like that and i guess we're basically just friends with benefits but the thing is i like him and like he likes me but not the way i like him and to make matters worse is that he's like he's like i'm not i'm like an atheist like i i'm not super religious and he is like he's Muslim, he's, like, under, like, a strict religion, I guess, and, um, so, like, I just don't know what I should, like, do if, like, if I should, like, if it's, like, worth continuing or something like that. Well, Muslim or not, uh, there's so many different things going on in my brain right now. You're 17, he's Muslim, 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 I don't even know how to pronounce it correctly, I don't even know what all that means, I hope... I hope he treats women nicely. I don't know what he's learning from his family. No, but then it's just like, like, I don't know, because he does all these things that you're not supposed to do. Like, you're not supposed to have, like, sex, like, unless you're married and we're not married. And I don't know, like, he just sends, like, a lot of, like, mixed messages towards me. And I'm just, like, really confused about what to do. Here's the deal. This is why religion is fucked anyway. Religion is totally fucked because it separates people and there are all these rules and people can't follow them and so then they don't follow them but then they hide behind their religion and they're like, yeah, I am. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, I know you suck because you do this thing even though they're like fucking a little boy or something in, in the church. Whatever. Anyway, religion is fucked and that's his own problem. Whatever. Sorry. I said it. Call me. Let's talk about it. If you're mad about it, I said that. Who cares? Okay. Uh, of course he's doing, he's a fucking 17-year-old dude, he wants to fuck, like, we're all just human beings, but whatever your religion is, Christian, you know, if you're Christian, Catholic, uh, Jewish, uh, whatever you are, like, like, we're human beings, we're attracted to things in front of us, you, you know, if you're gay, straight, bisexual, whatever, you want to fuck, you've got raging hormones and you're super young, like, this is just like, I don't care if you're French, if you're Canadian, if you're American, if you're Korean, whatever the fuck, we're just like fucking animals. Animals, we're all just fucking human beings, actually. Anyway, here's the deal. Regardless of his religion, the dude, you like him, you like him, and he doesn't like you the same way you like him. That sucks. It's it's unfair um, for you to put yourself through that. So you've got to stop having sex with him, stop making out with him, have some self-respect, and you have to just 
go, you've got to tell yourself, you know what, Fiona, it's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't make me bad or, or lame or, or whatever. Like, I'm awesome. Not everybody's going to like me the same way I like them. That's totally okay. Um, it is what it is. You had some fun times. I'm sure you guys have some fun sex. I'm really hoping you have protected sex. Uh, if not, you should definitely yeah. buy condoms for future sex that you have with whoever else. Um, oh, no, it was protected. Okay, always, always protected, right? Um, yeah, I'm on birth control. And you're on birth control, but you have to use condoms too because you don't want to get a disease. Well, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. It's I'm not I, mean, I know it's annoying to hear, but like, you know, I'm just like you're I'm like some weird voice on the on the other end of the phone, so it's like I'm not gonna like tell your parents or get you in trouble. I'm just telling you as a friend, like your internet friend, like just wear a condom because like you don't want to get herpes. Like you're seventeen years old, like your whole goal in life is to not get pregnant when you don't want to be pregnant and your other goal is to to not get herpes, okay, don't get herpes on your vagina, okay? Yeah, I know. And, like, you know, crazy 11th grade boys or older people, whoever you're going to meet, like, people have unprotected sex a lot, and they lie about it, and they say, like, oh, no, I'm using a condom because everybody knows you're supposed to say that you're using a condom, but people are very lazy, and men don't like wearing condoms, and girls like to please men, and so they, the girls will go, okay, you can have sex with me without a condom, and then the girl gets herpes. That's not cool. So you have to have sex with people who respect you and you have to have sex with people who wear a condom. And if they don't wear a condom, you, go, you just slide your hand over your vagina and you go, get out of here. And then you put your clothes okay. on and you go, that's not cool, dude. I don't want to get herpes. And you shouldn't either. But I don't okay. have herpes. I'm hoping not to get it. Okay. Anyway, so the point is, you're single and just let it go. Let it go emotionally. He doesn't. He doesn't he doesn't like you the way he should like you, okay? And as your big sister, you can't you can't keep liking him. It's embarrassing for yourself and you have to have self respect. And and you have to meet you have to be single and open to meeting a person who who cares about you and is really loves you and wants to hold your hand down the hall and like hang out with you and be your boyfriend if that's what you want. You know what I mean? Like you want it to be equal, you know? Yeah. Is that, so is, is how should I... making sense? No, it's making sense. Like, I've thought about this. Like, what you're saying is basically reflecting what I've thought about. Like, I know I need to stop. Like, I'm aware of it. But, like, how should I, like, should I tell him? Because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, really confused because, like, I like having sex with him. And I don't know. Like, like, I don't, sorry. I keep saying I don't know a lot. But it's just, like, really confusing. Like, how would I go about telling him, like, just, just like tell him I I want to stop. Just like that's it. No, you don't have to say anything. Just guys don't like confrontation, and guys don't like talking about feelings. I'm, I'm generalizing again, but for the most part, guys, and especially teenage guys, they don't like communicating. And yeah, you don't have, you don't have to say anything. You don't you don't have to say anything. But if he goes, hey, I want to have sex with you. Why aren't you having sex with me? My parents, my my Muslim parents are out of town. <laughs> Come over to my house. Let's have sex. And you, all you have to do is go. No, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I, w- I want something like, I want, I want to have a relationship with someone. And like, this is not what I want for myself. You, you could say that, or you don't even have to be that revealing about your feelings. Just ignore his text, or just be unavailable. Just, just, just go. Ah, uh, no, I don't want to do that anymore. And also, I'm a girl just like you, and like, I've been in your situation before, and I've been like. God, 
what do I say to him? Like, how should I say it to him? How do I tell him? I, I don't want to date him anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And that's not even for him in, in a way. In a way, as girls, we just we just want to say this to the guy because you're hoping the guy will be like, I love you, Fiona. What do you mean? Oh, I'll be your boyfriend because you want to say it because you want to, like, keep the connection happening. You want to fight with him because you want to, like, see what he'll say and see if he, he's going to miss you and stuff like that. But he's already kind of disrespected you, so just back off. And not even that he's disrespected you. He, he's, he's in a different zone. He's in a different place. And that's totally cool. So you just have to have some control. You have to have self-control. And it's fucking hard because, of course, you like having sex with him. But it's so easy. The, the right answer is, in the situation, is you have to do nothing. And it's so hard to keep your fingers from texting him just like an emoji, and like some emoticon or, hi, what are you doing? Or, hey, like, you know what I mean? Like, but you can't do that. So that's the hardest thing for you to do right now is do nothing. You don't need to explain yourself to him don't need to have a conversation with him. You just need to be busy and in, in, in your own world and and protect yourself and just like stay true to what you know is the is the more right thing for you. So there you don't have to do anything. It's not doing anything. That's the hardest thing, but I think you're tough enough to do that, you know? Aren't you? Yeah. I know it's hard, but you know what? Every time you want to text him or you want to like flirt with him or get him to pay attention to you and, like, put out a vibe or put out a text or something, just text one of your girlfriends or text your mom or masturbate or watch a TV show or masturbate or take a bath or write a list or talk to another guy. This is what the movies from the 80s are good for. Find some dude who likes you that you don't like, put your attention on him, and use him to make yourself feel better while you ignore the guy you really like. No, that's horrible advice. That's horrible advice. <laughs> but is there a guy that you have a crush on? I mean, that has a crush on you that you don't like? Um, yeah, but I'm not interested, <laughs> like, at all. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, try- I'm like, I hate, I, this is horrible. I'm, like, trying to not, I'm trying to give really good advice, and then I'm also, like, identifying what the worst advice would be, and I'm giving that advice, too, which I'm not really trying to give, but it just makes me laugh. Anyway, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, so masturbate. Take baths, do your homework, focus on graduation or 12th grade. You're going to 12th grade soon. Like, that's awesome. Go swimming. I don't know. Hang out in Toronto. Go see bands play. Hang out with your girlfriends, okay? Flirt with other boys. Plan out what you want your life to be. Instagram, you know, go on Instagram, go on Facebook. Uh, just, you know, talk to your parents. They'll be so grateful. They'll, they'll be so happy if you talk to them. And, you know, hug your mom. She'll be, she'll freak out. She'll faint. She'll be so thankful. Um, yeah. How does that sound? Stay busy. Stay busy and ignore. Here's the deal. You're better than this. This dude doesn't like you. I'm not saying he hates you. I'm just saying you like him a certain way. He doesn't like you that way. So fucking be cool and take care of yourself and respect yourself and be busy with other shit and don't get sucked in like some fucking little, little weak puss. Okay, you're not that. You're not. That. You're better than that. You know that, right? Yeah. So don't do anything. Okay. Read a book. Maybe get an audio book. Okay. Anyway, I've talked a lot. You know what I'm talking about. Fiona, call me yeah. next week if you're still pining for him or you're confused or whatever. Um. All right. Oh, area code four zero seven. Where is that area code? Where is that from? Hello. Hello. What's going on? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? 
Hi, my name is Angie. I'm 21. Um, I'm calling right now. I live in Puerto Rico. Exciting. I need to go there. Yeah, it's, lately it's been really good weather. It's very sunny, very beachy weather. <laughs> Can I stay with you? Um, do you live by the beach? Yes, I do. <laughs> Come visit anytime. Okay, I think I'm mad at my boyfriend, and I might need to go on, a, on some kind of retreat. Or I'll bring him with, with me, and then we'll just get a hotel. Yeah. If I'm fighting with him, I'll stay too. with you. Okay, so what's going on with you? What's happening? Okay, well, right now, um, I actually just graduated from college in May. Um, I did my bachelor's in psychology. Um, I finished faster because it was by trimester. But uh, anyways, the thing is, now I'm making my plans to go and and move to Florida, which is where uh, I feel like I'm from. Like, I was born in Key West, Florida, but raised here in Puerto Rico. So, I don't know. I've always felt like I want to go back to Florida. And I feel like now is my time to do it because I have my degree. I could just try to find a job and get settled over there and move out, you know, try life on my own. But right now, I'm still living with my parents until I can figure all those things out. Um, but it's it's gotten a little more complicated now because I've recently met a guy here in Puerto Rico. He's not from here. He's actually from California, but he's living here in Puerto Rico to study um, nursing. So I recently met him, and we've been texting, only texting. Like, we haven't talked on the phone or anything, just texting um, because he's in California visiting family and whatnot. This has been going on for about a month. And, we've, you know, we've been telling each other things about each other, like, oh, I like this, I like that, you know. And I feel like we relate on a lot of things, which is good, because I'm the type of girl that, like, any little thing that I see in a guy that I don't like, I automatically, like, cut him off. It's just a bad habit I have. I just cut him off. But For women, we all do that, guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with this guy, I... Uh, up until now, I haven't really found anything where I'm like, whoa, I need to stop talking to this guy. But it's complicated because I feel like I, I just wanted to call because I, I feel like I'm wrong, but I want to know, like, for sure, am I wrong or not? Because this guy right now, like, he's coming back to Puerto Rico August 8th, and he wants to see me the same exact day that he gets back. This will be our first time actually, you know, um, hanging out, like, and stuff, and he's calling it a date. So I have no problem with that. I'm willing to give it a try. But the problem is that he, uh, today we were texting about it, and I was like, I'm so excited to see you. And he says, me too, but uh, the problem is that I don't have a car because he, he rooms with his friends, and they all share one car. It's very hard for him to have the car for himself all the time. So he says that he says, I don't have a car. So I'm like, okay, well, worst case scenario, I can go and pick you up, and then we'll go wherever it is that we want to go. So that was fine. Uh, No. It's not fun, right? (laughs) It's it's so not fun, but keep telling me I'm I'm, I'm into the story. I feel like everybody, all the girls listening are into the story also. So what else? (laughs) So I... And I'm not going to lie, at first, yeah, it was kind of weird to me saying it. But I figured, okay, well, I I really like this guy. Let me just go with it. So then I say that, and he goes, 
okay, cool. Um, I'll give you gas money or whatever. And so I didn't know what to say, so I didn't I didn't text back. So then after that, he says, uh, oh, yeah, wait, there's another problem. Um, I, I don't really know many places here in Puerto Rico, so I wouldn't know where to take you. And I was, like, over here, like, um, okay, I understand what you're saying. I mean, you're not from here, so that, that's understandable. Um, and I just left it like that. Like, I didn't want to put myself in a situation where I'm taking control of the date because that should be, you know, his, you know, I thought that he was the kind of guy that would take control of the situation. So, anyways, he says he says that, and I just leave it at that, and then he says, so, yeah, basically when I get back, we'll be on your turf. You know, you know the areas, so I'll be, you know, I'll be relying on that. And I was like, I mean, I didn't, sometimes I'm too nice. So this point my niceness comes out, and I'm over here like, all right, well, okay, um, I'll see if I can think of somewhere that we can go. And he responds, and he's like, oh, you're such a sweetheart. I thought that was so, like, douchey, but I just blew it off. And then um, it just gets worse because then he says, oh, God. I feel like you're the one that's taking me on the date, on the first date. And the truth is, yeah, it is. I'm basically doing everything. I'm driving. I'm taking the place. What's next? Is he going to tell me that I have to pay the freaking check? And, like, I don't know. I'm just going crazy right now because it was the fact that I'm stressing over this makes me feel like I'm, like, a superficial girl. Like, I want a guy to have you know, to have the car and to have all the money. It's not really that. It's more like I feel like, because when I was in high school, like, that's why I can also relate with, the um, what's her name, Fiona, when she was talking about the whole, like, sex and all that. When I was um, 16, 17, I had a boyfriend. We were together for a very long time, like three years. And I was going through the same situation as her. And on top of that, the guy, I had to do everything. I even paid for us whenever we would go out. He would always give me that bullshit story of, oh, I didn't bring money, so, uh, yeah, do you have money? And I would drive. Okay. I would take the place. So, I don't know. I don't know what to do, honestly. Angie, I have a few questions. The story is amazing. I could actually listen to it, like, for another half hour. I could be like, oh, my God, and then what did he say? And then, then what? And, like, and I love all your thoughts and feelings. It's so great. Like, I'm totally with you. But I, I have to ask you a few questions. Because yeah. it sounds like you're getting cat. It sounds like you're getting catfished because, uh, you've yet to tell me how you met this guy. You've told me that you've never met him in person. You've never talked on the phone, and yet you guys are texting. Uh, he's not even in Puerto Rico, or Puerto, however you say it. I'm going to go Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. He's not <laughs> there. He's somewhere else. Um, how did you meet this guy? And also, yeah. and, and also, before you even get into that, at the beginning of the story, you're saying you want to go back to Key West, Florida, but right now you're in you're right now you're in Puerto Rico with your parents, right? You're living with them, getting right. everything situated. But ideally, you want to go back to Key West, Florida, and get your get your life started right. there, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's where you started, and then you but you go, but then I met this guy. Okay. Yeah. So already already what I've learned from whoever this guy is is that guy should have no bearing on you going back to Key West, Florida, because this dude sounds like such a loser or sounds like such a dude that he sounds like a murderer. He sounds like a creep. He so, it sounds really weird. Um, yeah. Okay. So how did you meet him? Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to actually give a little more detail on that. I was just trying to go through the story as fast as possible. But he does go to the same college that I graduated from, and that's how I met him. Like, we've never actually hung out before or anything like that, but I have seen him in school before, and uh, I we started talking actually through Instagram because I have mutual friends with him. And so I would see, you know, his pictures and stuff on Instagram. Eventually, you know, from there, we started liking each other's pictures, but we never actually hung out in person, you know what I mean? But I had seen Got him it. from very far away. Um, so then uh, then he added me on Snapchat, and that's where he asked me for my phone number uh, before he went to Cali for vacation. And that's when we started texting. But even oh still... God. It's it's weird, and I feel like, okay, it's okay. It's been a very long time for me. Like, I usually don't talk about this kind of, like, super personal stuff, but, like, it has been, like, a really long time for me since I've had, like, that physical, uh, how do you say, a, um, physical touch from a guy. And, like, I don't know, I feel like, in a way, the only part of me that would be willing to just, you know, forget about this, stuff that's stressing me out, the fact that, okay, maybe I might have a chance to have somebody, like, you know, touch me because it's been a while. But other than that, I feel like, you know, other than that, what else does he have to offer? I don't. I honestly don't see how this could go any further because I'm leaving anyway. And like you said, he doesn't really have much, you know, going. Like, so yeah, I, I don't know what to do. No, you know what to do because you, you're, you, you're answering your own question in just the tone of voice you're using right now. Like, this, this is not what you want for yourself. I get that you want to have sex, you want to make out, you want to feel sexy, you want to feel like, like a girl, and I get that so hardcore. Like, I totally understand it. And, like, also I totally understand the fact that, you know, you've seen him, he goes to your same school, and, like, you're aware of what he looks like, and you've also invested a lot of time in, in, into the texting back and forth and all that. And I know that, like, years and years and years ago, that texting didn't feel real, but nowadays, like, I totally get it. It's like you're it's like you're in the person's brain. You guys are texting. It's like the most intimate thing in the world. So it's like fast and furious and looking at the bubbles, and you're talking about feelings and emotions and what you're doing every day. So it's almost like you feel like you've been dating because, like, you're texting. But at the same time, uh, I, I, I don't care, like, how young you are, how young or old I am, or how young or old you are, like, whatever, like, phone calls still exist. Texting is not enough. You've never hung out with this person in, in person. Uh, you guys are going to meet potentially on like August 8th. Come on, dude. Like this dude should fucking be a man. I know it's a sign of the times. Nobody calls each other, but that's not cool. And like, God, dudes and girls, please differentiate, differentiate yourselves from the, from the packs of losers and people who like don't want to talk on the phone anymore because they're too scared. Like nobody wants to leave a voicemail. Nobody wants to talk on the phone because it's, like, terrifying now because it's, like, oh, like, it's, like, a stressful thing to do it. But if you're going to be wanting to fuck some girl or you're going to want to make out with somebody, like, and you're going to see them in person anyway, even though it's more difficult, a phone call is really romantic and it's cool and it bridges the gap from the text to the meeting. And, like, dude, oh, my God, Instagram, like, the silence of Instagram likes, okay, yeah, then you move it to Snapchat and now you're texting, like, this just sounds like you've been catfished, and I know you haven't because you've seen them and you went to your school and you have mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. But, like, not, you're right. I'm so with you. Like, you've invested all this time and you got your hopes up and you're excited, 
and now like the hopes are dissipating because he's like falling off the the slight pedestal he was on. So he like doesn't have a car. He has 17 roommates. He doesn't know where he's gonna take you. Like it's just like even though like things are changing and it's 2014 and like you know you don't like gender roles are different. Like you can't be like he's supposed to be the man. He's supposed to do this. I mean, I know you're not allowed to say that, but, like, I'm old school. Like, I, I have an old school soul. I'll always be like this. Like, and, and girls, and I know you want it, too. Like, girls want to feel like girls. Like, we want the dude to be, like, you know, we want the dude to initiate sex. We want the dude to pick us up, at least on a fucking first date. We want the dude to make the plan, exactly. at least on the fucking first date. We want the dude to pay for dinner, at least on the first fucking date. We're not trying to rob you blind and fucking stuck to your <laughs> bank of your system. Like, but, dude, yeah, so all of a sudden, like, you're, you're feeling disappointed. I get it. Um, the yeah. dude can't even fucking muster up the strength to fucking call you. That's lame. I just think that's lame, even if other people don't think that that's lame and it's just a sign of the times. I say, you know what? Make plans to do something else on August 8th. And I say, like, just ignore his text. Just, like, kind of like fade away. I say, I'm already totally over this dude. I'm, like, annoyed by him. I'm bummed. I feel like this is happening to me. Like, I swear to God, I feel like, oh, my God, I was so excited, and now I'm, like, totally bummed. This guy sucks. Like, I'm so fucking bummed he let me down. I thought this was going to be cool. Yeah. I got excited. I haven't, gotten, I haven't gotten excited in a long time. And now I'm, I'm fucking not excited anymore, and I haven't been excited in so long, and now I'm not. Fuck, that sucks. So yeah. if you really hang out with you, let him call you. And he can go, oh, weird, I haven't been getting your text. That's so weird. Or I've been really busy. Let him fucking... Get an Uber car and pick you up and do something fun. Let him Google someplace. Let him ask a friend, where is there a cool place to take you to dinner? Let him do some fucking work. What a lazy fucking bastard. I'm sorry. That's how I, I feel. Know. Fuck this dude. Yeah. Fuck this dude. Because then you know what? Even if he's an okay dude, and I'm sure he's totally fine, but there are different levels of people. And, like, and there are, I swear to God, if you, hide, if you make your... Um, Expectation. I know it sucks to have expectations, but like you're allowed to have some expectations. And if you like, mm-hmm. you want you want good stuff for yourself. I don't blame you. Like I wouldn't date this dude. I'd be like, later, dude. I'd rather be doing my fucking boy crazy radio or writing a story or answering emails or going on a walk or hanging with my friends than hang out with a dude that can't be bothered to like think I'm special enough to come up with something cool. Especially for a yeah. first date. Are you kidding me? So I wouldn't date this dude. I want something more for myself and I think you want something more for yourself because you go to school you take yourself seriously you have a lot of drive you think deeply about stuff you're a thoughtful person it's not that he sucks and is like like lame but he's kind of lame I was going to say retarded but that's rude um, <laughs> it's not that he's like mentally disabled or challenged or like totally retarded or whatever but he's not the kind of caliber he's not the caliber of dude you want to date and you know that so now you just feel lonely. That's why you're feeling bad because you're feeling lonely because you got your hopes up and he, he doesn't meet your expectations. And that's cool. So now just like ignore his text and just say, oh, I can't meet. Just be nice and come up with something else. And then keep your eyes open and go to fucking hang out with your parents and then go to Key West and get your life started. I'm so proud of you. You, you went to college. You got this. You're, you're, you're amazing. Set up your practice or do whatever you're going to do. Like you're going to meet so many cool people. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. It's like not sad. You, you take yourself seriously enough to think deeply about stuff and care about yourself, and you want a certain quality for yourself, and that's not sad. And this this moment will pass. August eighth will pass. I'll call him August eighth. August eighth will meet some fucking trollop who will like you know have sex with them and give him rides and you know enable his shitty life. 
but you want somebody awesome who sweeps off, you off your feet because you're a really amazing girl. You went to school. You're doing shit. You've got goals. Like, if you were taking out a girl on a first date, what would you do? I better be fucking awesome. And you want something who, somebody who would do that for you, you know? Exactly. Anyway, all right. Uh, I'm going to take another phone call. What phone call am I taking? Oh, area code 626. Oh, is that me again? That is you. Oh, my God. What's happening? Who's, what's going on? Not much. Just listening to your show. I do not have a oh question. You do not have a question? You got nothing? No. <laughs> all right. Well, you keep listening. I'm putting you on hold. Um, oh, here's, here's what's happening. Wait, hold on. Angie, did you get all that? I'm um, sorry, I, I lost you at um where you were saying this moment is going to pass. My phone just, oh, God. Well, you're going to have to listen to the rebroadcast because I went on like a lunatic. I just said August 8th will pass. I'm calling the dude August 8th. The moment will pass. Um, <laughs> you did a lot of amazing things. You went to school. You did all this amazing shit for yourself. So you want great stuff for yourself, and you want a higher caliber of dude. And then I also said, and then I'll, I'll say goodbye to you, the last thing I said was, if you were going to take a girl out on a first date, I bet you would do some amazing shit. I bet you would do some awesome stuff. So that, you know what I mean? So yeah. think about what you would yeah. do for yourself. I bet, I bet it'd be pretty cool. And I'm hanging up on you and let me know what happens if anything crazy happens. Um, so what about just thoughtful, wonderful callers I've gotten tonight? This is so great. Sarah, Fiona, Lydia, Angie, these amazing girls, all different ages, all over the place, Toronto, San Francisco, Brooklyn, Puerto Rico, so exciting. Oh God, I feel like I should be asking I should be asking all of them for advice. I mean I give good advice. I really believe that I do and I know that I do. But fuck dudes. The way I treat my boyfriend, I mean, we have great sex. I can be very nice and fun and uh and totally cool to his friends and his parents and really trying to inspire him to do things. Oh my god but I could also be a complete monster. And I feel like hopefully you girls can all relate. Or am I alone in this? Because I, part of me is addicted to fighting. Another part of me feels like I'm abandoned by him every time he leaves town because he's in a band and he goes on tour. I'm in a long-distance thing. So, but right now I'm not seeing him because he's in a band and I'm going to go visit him on Friday. I'm going to go visit him and go to Seattle and uh, Vancouver for a moment and then come home on Monday morning. But like, dude, I love to fight and it's so horrible. And I have to stop, but I'm, like, constantly mad at him. We've been going out for a year and a half or, like, a year and whatever, a few months or something. And um, and it gets to the point where I, like, sometimes it's legitimate the reasons I get mad at him. Other days I'm just, like, I, I can find anything to fight about, like, anything. I'll turn anything into a fight. Uh, some girl likes his Instagram thing. I'm a nutcase today. It's horrible. Um, so I don't know what that means. I don't know why I do that, and I need to stop because I'm supposed to visit him on Friday, and I totally don't want to go visit because, A, I'm afraid he's going to be mad at me when I get there, and, I'm, I, and even if he's nice, I won't believe that he's nice because I'll feel, oh, well, he must be mad at me because I've been, I've been acting like a nutcase via text and phone calls, so I won't trust his niceness. I'll feel very defensive, and I'll be very, like, yeah, totally defensive and, like, <gasps> And I'll just go, well, I better keep fighting because I've been doing this the whole time. I better, better stick to that. And that is so fucked up. So I need to snap out of it. And I, I hope I haven't done too much damage. I just don't know, guys. And I believe that I do this with every single guy. 
So when people call in like Fiona or, you know, Angie's talking about what relationship she was in when she was a teenager for a few years, I don't know if I really had that. I don't think I've ever like, I had a five-year relationship at one point, but it was like totally passionate and like fighting all the time. So I think, and that's how my parents were. So I don't know. I have like no good model for a healthy thing. And I've got to learn how to just be okay in, uh, when everything's okay. But I like to start drama because I feel like it's very familiar for me. So I'm aware of all this shit and I can like give myself advice and I can like be aware of all the shit. But, uh, but being aware and having an awareness of all the fucking shit that I do in my relationship, or in this case, in my relationship, just having an awareness of it isn't enough. I have to take my awareness and put it into action and go, don't send a nasty text. Don't send a, pass- a passive aggressive text. Don't get mad for no reason. You know he's lovely. You know he's a great guy. Why are you doing that? You're just trying to start something. Why are you doing that? Because it's so easy to do, and I feed on it, and I get off on it, and it's like, so, so I'm like, have to stop doing this but I'm actually at the point where it's like I don't even want to get on a plane to go to Seattle because I'm a little bitch I'm a little fucking puss where I'm like well he's mad at me I bet even though he's like I'm fine let's come here all I have to do is be nice that's the advice I'd give me I'm, I'm dividing myself into two different people all I have to do is be nice go with the flow be normal be nice like the girl that he met when we started dating, who was on her best behavior. That's all I have to do. Can I do it? Yes, if I have some self-control. Will I have self-control? We're going to find out. I'll tell you next week. Oh, God. And then part of me is like so madly in love, and I'm like totally addicted to to this person. I'm totally addicted to my boyfriend, where I'm like, we text, and, you know, I'm thinking about him all the time, and I love him, and I have no desire to cheat, and I'm so, like, all about being in this amazing, passionate relationship. And then the other half of me is like, I'm so angry. Ah, I want to fight with you. You're the reason everything is bad in my life, which is totally not true. So I'm like a fucking nut. But crazy girls are the most, most fun to have sex with. Just so you know, FYI. Um, so at least I have that. Anyway, and don't worry, I do see a therapist. I do. I'm missing my appointment this Friday because I'm going to go visit my boyfriend, but I do have a therapist. Oh, and then today... I've been a little bit moody. I, I blame the supermoon. Okay, there's a, an intense moon happening the other day. Uh, I, I believe it made everybody crazy. It made me crazy. But I, I'm just looking for anything to blame for my behavior. Um, I'm a nice person. How dare you guys? I'm like a cool, nice person. I just pick on easy targets and people who love me the most, like my mom and my boyfriend, whoever that may be at the moment. Um, anyway, but then I, like this past like 14 days, I've been on antibiotics for like, oh my God, like 16 days almost, maybe, like two weeks or something before that I was on antibiotics. It's horrible, and I rarely take antibiotics, but all of a sudden I got an ear infection and a urinary tract infection. I was like totally in the throes of that last Wednesday, and it's been like this nightmare, and I got like acupuncture for three days, and I'm also on antibiotics, and I'm being moved on and off and different antibiotics to combat, you know, I didn't want to be taking a bunch of different antibiotics. How many times can I say that word? We'll find out. So I, was, I, was, I, I didn't want to be on two different types of antibiotics for the ear infection and for the urinary tract infection, a.k.a. a bladder infection. So my doctor, who felt the same way, moved me off, off of the original medication I was on, and she put me on one antibiotic that, would, that could combat my UTI and my ear. 
So then I got, and then I got my period on top of it, and I'm just now finishing with that. And then, like, I went to an ear, nose, throat doctor today. To I should have gone to a specialist for my ear all along. Like, I don't know why I went to a general doctor. I should have gone to, like, gynecologist first and ENT first. So whatever. So now I just got switched to different eardrops. This is a fucking nightmare. I've been falling apart. I have not been having any alcohol. This is not making me a better person. I'm actually more mellow if I've had a few drinks every, like, you know, once a week or something. Maybe. Ugh, maybe I just need to have sex. Good thing my period's ending. I think it's done today. I'll find out. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been combat- combating. And then today, at the ear, nose, and throat doctor, the dude walks in. He's very tall, like, uh, I, 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 he was Asian. Okay, he's a very tall dude. And um, I don't know, I thought he was very handsome. Maybe I just didn't even think he was handsome. Maybe I just thought he was, like, a doctor and he's tall. So I was like, this is cool. I've never met him. This is so neat. I'm in safe hands here with this tall, tall, smart doctor dude. Um, I'm totally in love with my boyfriend, okay? Just fucking relax. I'm a human being, and I was just like, you know, had a momentary bit of, you know, burst of like, oh, and I think I got nervous, and I started stuttering about what my problem was with my ear, blah, blah, blah. So everything's fine. They, like, flush out my ear. They take a swab of whatever. Um, Everything's going according to plan. He prescribes this different antibiotic eardrop, Snoresville, USA. And then I say, well, listen, I'm going to be flying on Friday. Uh, it's only a two-and-a-half-hour flight, but I definitely did want to get my ear checked out because if you have a middle ear infection, we're learning something new on Boy Crazy Radio, if you have a middle ear infection, you shouldn't be flying or it's bad for your ears and whatever. So they tested my eardrum and blah, blah, blah. So then the doctor is like, oh, what are you flying for? And I went, well, my boyfriend's in a band. I'm going to go see his band play in Seattle because he's, he's, from, he's from Washington. And he goes, oh, is that why you've been in New York so much uh, in, the past month, in the past few months? And I went, no, no. No, that's just for my own work. Um, and then he goes, oh, well, if you're flying to meet your boyfriend to see his band play, does that make you a groupie? And I got so angry because I thought, I mean, who the fuck does this dude think he is? Does he realize? Like, I think he doesn't realize how insulting that is. So I just said, no, no, it doesn't mean I'm a groupie. No, I, I, I have my own career. Uh, groupies don't have their own career. They just follow around the band all the time. And uh, I'm just going to go visit. I'm just popping in to see my, see my boyfriend. I haven't seen him in three weeks. I'm going to go hang out with his mom and see a show. I am not a groupie. But... And I was like, I have a thriving, I have a thriving career. I actually use the word thriving, like a Kaiser Permanente ad or something. I don't know, like, where that came from, but I was, like, very happy that that came out of my mouth. And I was so dry and so deadpan. No. No, I'm not a groupie, actually. No, I have a thriving career. I mean, do I? Do I? I do. I'm okay. I'll be fine. How dare you? Anyway, but then I thought about it, and I was, like, so angry, and I've got to go back to this guy for a follow-up appointment, and, like, I believe that he's a good doctor. And I have all these things I want to say, like, excuse me, um, when you say that, what do you think a groupie is? And he'd be like, mm. like, when you say groupie, doctor, um, are you referring to some girl who just sucks the dicks of every single dude in the band? Are you, are you accusing me of, um, are you suggesting that I am, I'm a groupie and that I suck all the dicks of the dudes in a band and then I have no life uh, or a career or a brain and all I do is just live to fucking jerk off and blow and fuck uh, dudes in bands like a fucking slut whore bag fuck like because that's what when you say that that's what it seems like you're saying 
I don't know why you would say that if you're my doctor. I don't know why a smart dude like yourself would ever say anything like that, just drop that so casually. You must not be thinking about what you're suggesting, doctor. What the fuck? And then, but I can't say that. I can't say that to him today because I want to go back for a follow-up and find out about my cultures, what they did in my ear, and I believe that he's a good doctor, and he takes my insurance, and I believe he didn't mean it in a horrible way. But sometimes when people say shit and I don't get how they could even think that's okay to say and they have no self-awareness and they don't like, I mean, you could accuse me of the same thing, I suppose. But this is my boy crazy radio. How dare you again? Anyway, when people say shit like that, like the doctor said today about the groupie thing, I'm just like, it just like baffles my mind and makes me so annoyed and like want to like punch him in the face. Like I just like, and I can't say that because I'll look like the crazy person. If I go back there next week and I go, hey, by the way, just so you know, that was incredibly insulting when you just uh, casually thought it was okay to say, you know, ask me if I'm a groupie and not know what you were insinuating. That's totally rude. Like, I'm just some blowjob-giving whore bag. I don't even like the word whore. And I do like giving blowjobs, but, you know, I'll say who and when. I'm not going to have my fucking ear doctor telling me who I am and what I'm about and putting labels on me. Fuck you, ear doctor. Anyway, I can't say that next time I go in there. Because if I do, it means not only have I been thinking about it for an entire week, which I very very well may be, knowing me. And... It, it says more about me to bring it up with him because it means that I feel insecure about being thought of that way. But really, I don't feel insecure about being thought of that way. I'm just baffled when people say stupid shit without being thoughtful and thinking before they speak or knowing what they're saying or how something could be taken. I wouldn't say that to some fucking girl I don't know who's my patient. I wouldn't fucking say that. So lame. What the fuck, dude? What a nerd. That's what really made me think. It's like, oh, all right, doctor nerd. What is it? What is it, 1987? What, groupie? Fuck you, dude. What, what, like, who am I going to go I'm, I'm seeing the Who play? What are you talking about, groupie? Go fuck yourself, dude. Dork. Anyway, that was my rant on how I feel about my ear, nose, and throat doctor. I hope you heard it. Um, anyway, I'm going to wrap the show because I want to make sure my period is stopped, and I want to make sure, uh, you know, I gotta take a moment for myself, guys. I can't be here all night. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. I've actually been writing long stories and thoughts and feelings. So if you if you visit I'mBoyCrazy.com, you'll find some new stuff. Um, so check it out. I wrote this thing called Perpetually Unsatisfied. I wrote a thing a few weeks back, a few months back, called Things to Keep You from Wanting to Kill Yourself, which I'm actually proud of that post. So if you're feeling low and bad, there's some things to dredge up. Uh, on iboycrazy.com that might make you feel better. Um, I'm also offering a service on Instagram where if you email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, that's B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y-A-L-E-X-I at gmail.com, and you write in the subject line, bad news, all you have to do is tell me, like, if there's some kind of, like, message you want to deliver to someone or you want to break some news to them that's uncomfortable for you to deliver on your own, email me, put bad news in the subject line, give me all the details, and I will deliver that message on Instagram in a 15-second video in a funny, upbeat, calm, straightforward way 
and then you can decide whether or not you want to tag the person you want to hear the message. So I'm offering that. Uh, my Instagram information is at I'm Boy Crazy. It's I'm Boy Crazy, not I am Boy Crazy. The letter I, the letter M, B O Y C R A Z Y. Uh, the same uh, on Twitter. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I already gave you all the info at I'm Boy Crazy on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Um, I should have said you could tweet me your problems tonight, but I'm going to read what happened on Twitter. Oh, here's some good stuff. Some guy uh, said, at I'm Boy Crazy, read the Brooklyn Caller. Regarding the Brooklyn Caller, I believe her name was, uh, God damn it. Blah, blah, blah. Who called? Oh, yeah. Lydia from Brooklyn. Okay. Here's some advice from uh, from some guy named C. Lewis Pinder or whatever the fuck his name is at Rubicon. On, what, this is too confusing. Whatever. He said that what you're doing by falling in love with your therapist, it's called transference. All right? You're transferring your feelings onto your therapist. It happens. You're in an intimate setting. Look up the word transference. It's what's happening here. I know you think you love him and you're obsessive over the dude, but uh, transference is totally normal. Look it up. Read about it. Might might ring some bells. Might sound familiar to you. Anyway, thank you very much, uh, C. Lewis Pinder or whatever your real name is. And now I'm going to play us out with a song, you guys. Um... <laughs> Oh, here we go. You guys, thank you very much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio. And I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.